0: Bam, we're live. Chris Madigan, B Z A P R. What's B Z A? Someone Google that. B Z A P R on behalf of CrossFit. B Z A. Oh shit! They've hired an outside fucking company. B Z. They're not even hiding it anymore. That they fucking B Z A public relations. Wow. PR company out, out of LA. Wow! Oh, that's not good. Woke tope. They're yeah. years Woke of the nation's to- leading communications. <laughs> <public relations laughs> uh, Brian, friend, hi.
1: How's it going,
0: Andrew Hiller? Hi. How are you? You're off center, but I, you know, do what you want. <laughs> no, I don't, it's, kind of, it's, it's kind of oh. where I hang out.
2: I hang out here. It's when I make the video, <laughs> shit pops up over here.
0: Oh, is that really? Is that true?
2: That's why I'm always offset. Yeah, because I put things up over here.
0: So is uh, Jason CF media uh, props to Jason CF media and uh, Matthew Souza back from um, the continent known as Europe. Uh, you, you know, what my wife said, uh, Matt, is that the reason why Paris seemed like they're the people at Charles de Gaulle seem like assholes to you is because you can't just blame the French people because she said the people in Spain are so damn nice.
3: Yeah, the people in Spain and Italy were awesome.
0: Yeah. So she said that kind of fucked your your whole radar up perception. Been, yeah, makes sense. Look at all these handsome fellas, and Andrew Lewis, Andrew Hiller. Yeah, uh, right, Andrew Hiller.
2: Who the hell is Andrew Lewis? Fuck,
0: I don't <laughs> know. The- it's
2: like C.S. Lewis. He wrote the Chronicles of Narnia. I'm his I don't brother. Even know
0: what the fuck? I'm talking. About. I'm a mess. <laughs> I just ran in. Uh, Sevon, I got your CEO shirt while competing at Crash last weekend for the first time. Amazing event, and it was. Icing on the cake to get your shirt. Oh, that's awesome. Teresa Sweet. Harvey. Can we, can we pull up her IG? Teresa, I will give you uh, oh, my firstborn child if you have a post wearing your uh, CEO shirt.
2: Careful, careful. Mm-hmm. See ya, Abby. Uh,
0: <laughs> earlier today, Brian, feel free to jump in anytime I fucked this up. Earlier today, approximately 33 minutes ago, Pacific Standard Time, I guess anywhere you were on planet Earth, 33 minutes ago, a CrossFit released. Something that says CrossFit introduces updates and and improvements, will be the judge of that, of the 2023 CrossFit Games season. That's so funny that they say improvements. The bold <laughs> oh, way. The shit. CrossFit introduces updates and improvements ahead of the 2023 CrossFit Games season. Like, don't waste my time. Just say CrossFit introduces updates to 2023 Ooh. season. That's it. Pretty wasted a bunch of words new competition maps cool that's cool I like that standardized programming oh that's fun that's fun and other competition improvements i are, checked why improvements uh I Let's see, see, see sorry Teresa harvey I don't see this seven c e o shirt mm, no mm, that's disappointing unacceptable maybe things keep scrolling it could be it's anywhere maybe she oh, just got it Mm. Uh Sevon Greg C. C Mary Kill fuck today's guests.
2: I'm Mary Souza
3: <gonna> by tuned. I'm going to fuck myself. <laughs> yeah. Every day.
0: <laughs> uh this comes out of Boulder, Colorado, October 11, 2022. CrossFit today announces updates of its season-long schedule that will be incorporated immediately ahead of the 2023 Noble CrossFit game season.
2: Is how you read all your emails? You just kind of read it and you digest each sentence for a couple minutes?
0: No, I usually just delete. (laughs) Guys, who wrote this shit?
3: A PR firm for 30
0: years. How the fuck is what? Immediately ahead of? Yeah, I fucking know. You just told me. CrossFit today announced the updates to its long. Listen to this sentence. CrossFit today (laughs) announced updates to its season-long schedule that will be incorporated immediately ahead of the 2023 Nova. Isn't that right now?
2: Why can't they just say immediately?
0: Yeah, immediately, or or just uh, uh, the 2020 season begins with CrossFit Open on Thursday, February 16th, 2023. Okay, so the season hasn't started yet, and concludes returning to Madison, Wisconsin for the Noble CrossFit Games the week of July 31st through August 6th. So uh, let's start there. Is any of this news new, Brian? That the season starts? I guess that means the Open starts on February 16th, 2023, and that we have dates for the games. Is this new? Yeah, they had not previously announced. Uh, they
1: had announced the dates for the Open, at least the starting of it. They have not previously announced the dates for the Games, so that's new. And it's also new, uh, and they wanted to clearly make a point of that, that they're announcing these things earlier than they have in the past.
0: I didn't see that. I have, have I got to that? that, that they no, no, that's, that's to why they're, back to that?
1: that's where they said uh, Incorporated. Um, they announced updates mm-hmm. immediately ahead of all of that is in contrast to years in the past where these types of uh, announcements would come later or sometimes even after
0: the season had begun. Okay. And when it says, um, so they're patting themselves on the back without, they just tell us you want to pat yourself on the back. Well, I'm okay with some self, self-patting. <laughs> um, and when it says the Open will start Thursday, February 16th, that that sounds like, because it says Thursday, that that will be the actual, and that's not registration. That's the actual announcement for the first event.
1: Correct. No registration okay. usually opens up five six weeks ahead of that.
0: Okay, that's the date that uh, I think you guys should be pushing because that's when the dollars come in, and the games are July thirty first through August sixth. I am assuming August sixth is a Sunday, and July thirty first is a Monday. Monday, but but I am just making assumptions. No, um, right. changes are being incorporated to the CrossFit open quarterfinals, semifinals, CrossFit games, and some athletic divisions, by the way, do you, do you have any issues with anything that we just read?
1: What are athletic divisions?
0: Uh, <laughs>
1: I know from it reading this, the they're ones. referring to some of maybe the master's team or adaptive divisions, but I don't know if I've ever heard them referred to as athletic divisions before. I would assume that all of that divisions are athletic because there are athletes competing in them.
0: We shall find out. Yeah. Kids. Uh, our goal is to make the transgender division this year, larger than any of the other divisions with a prize money of $6 million. Wow. That's awesome. Game
2: on. I'm in.
0: (laughs) Hey, Hiller, you're on so much tea. You could be, you could be in the, uh, well, no, the second
2: I stop taking it, I'll qualify.
0: Yeah. Just plummet. (laughs)
2: I'm in six mil,
0: six mil. Damn, our goal is to increase the amount of people who see. We part- might just tell a couple people that was a joke. That was a joke, by the way. There is no transgender division, and if there is, I'm even more certain that the money isn't six million dollars. <laughs> I wonder who the richest transgender person is in the world. You know how like they have the richest black guy, the richest like
2: Jenner.
0: What? they are a Jenner. Oh, uh you oh know, yeah, Bruce Jenner is the really known, trans- known
2: as Bruce. Yeah, yeah, pop yeah. culture. I got it all. I know
0: you're right. What about those Wozniak uh, brothers who made the Matrix? Not
2: more wealthy than the Jenner. Okay. (laughs) The Jenner. I don't know. I'm I'm on the spot.
0: I would love to have uh, Caitlyn Jenner as a... um, Seven, when's the last time you had coffee? Oh, not recently. Okay. And I switched to decaf. Why? Do I do I seem like I need some or I've had too much? Switch to decaf? Well, that's not true. I've been mixing my um, P- Paper Street coffee with some decaf beans. 50-50. Dif- difficult Light says it's not, Jenner. Are you it transitioning? Wozniak. No, I am transitioning. I want to sleep better, and I drink coffee all day. Our goal is to increase the amount of people who see and participate in the sport and welcome more people to take up CrossFit training as a result. Uh, You have to know that is a fucking lie by the way they treat this podcast and the fact that this podcast is the most influential media piece in the fucking CrossFit space, period. End of story. Mic drop. So that's not true. Or else they would be kinder to us. Although they are very kind. It's or just recording phase actually strike all that. I want to, I want to strike that from the record. They're actually John's coming on and we had Adrian on. Yeah, I started don't... sweating. Like maybe I started, I felt a beat of sweat build under one of my armpits. I'll take that. Right, let me come it, back. To you on just canceled. The, end the show. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I just don't think that they're playing me right. We wanted to announce future season formats and timelines earlier than we've done in the past so that the athletes and affiliates have ample opportunity to plan their training and scheduling with confidence said just Wow. Wow, what? The Justin Berg GM of Sport. This is like, this isn't like. I don't care about any of this. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I thought uh, when I was reading it. I just want to know when it is. I want to know what the stuff is. I don't. It's like there. It's like, honey, I want to tell you something. I love you so much. I have a new wife. I'm bringing a girl <laughs> to our bedroom. I mean, it's like. Well, let's be let's be fair.
1: There, okay, you know, a lot of the conversations that we've had over the last year, we have asked for more communication to not just give us something but to tell us why you're doing it okay tell us what the intention is tell us who you've talked to to help make these decisions or maybe why you've made them so i think that they're attempting to do that here
0: i think i'm telling i what i think that they're doing is is they're pat They're they be it almost feels like they no, it's dependent. not necessarily
1: that they've done a great job of it <laughs> but that's what they're attempting to do okay
0: it feels like they're feeling insecure or something about it and they're wasting my time by making me read these words that want to make that that mean nothing to me like this is what you tell your own team hey guys congratulations you guys let us say this let brian be like holy shit i can't believe how early they release this not you guys saying it about yourself or make me read it most of the people who anyway i know none of the athletes give a fuck about this they just want the numbers how much is it going to cost what are the dates when do we start training when do we register We know how hard our athletes work and we want them to be prepared to put their best foot forward as a whole. We understand that while every CrossFit athlete might not choose to compete, there are those who love our sport and see the benefits of this magical community. Getting ahead of our scheduled events will allow more people to reap the overall benefits of CrossFit. i I don't know chris madigan
2: you have to fill up 1,000 words in your email to the community he
0: he gets paid for (laughs) for, for word
3: you gotta justify that that price point
0: uh new competition okay so now we're at the good shit this is the good shit thank you thank you uh so anyone at home anyone who got this email you don't have to read just read the first paragraph and skip the next three paragraphs okay here we go a new competition map this is exciting i'm excited athletes will compete in regions based on their country of citizenship starting with the crossfit open through the semifinals. The most notable changes in the map for individuals and team athletes is the division of North America into two competition regions, East and West. <clears throat> That's so a good does thing. that, Brian, there's, does that mean if you're a citizen of the U S you get to choose whether you're going to be in the East or the West? No, there's so first
1: of all, athletes will compete in regions based on their country of citizenship. I think this is a really important bullet point here. And I don't think if I'm remembering correctly that it was included in the article the Morning Chalk Up wrote about this. This is something that I'm not that excited about. That's the way
0: it was last year, though. That's no change, right? Correct.
1: And I was under the impression that there was a lot of conversation going on about athletes having the opportunity to compete where they live instead of where they're from. And that's something that I am a big proponent of. And just one example but it's based on some examples from the past. Maybe we'll start with the past examples. In the first year of semifinals, two years ago, everyone knows that Tia Claire Toomey had the opportunity or could not compete in Australia because of complications with travel at the time in the world. So she competed at the MAC. She won the MAC. We know what the implications of that were. In addition to Tia Claire Toomey, there were about a dozen other people who were unable to travel back to their continent of residence or what do they say here, country of citizenship. Name three, name three. Can't because every other one of them finished last place at the semifinal that they were displaced to. And the only exceptions for that if they beat someone else who was also displaced. So in in that entire season, all of the athletes that were unable to travel and compete, they're either finished first one person or last about a dozen other people. But what I'm specifically thinking about for this year is Roman Kronikov. And I'm sure there are other examples like this. But it is absolutely ludicrous to me that Roman Kretikov should have to travel to Asia two months before the CrossFit Games, where he's a legitimate contender to win the CrossFit Games, just to go and totally embarrass everyone else there. He's on a totally different level in terms of competition than, than the rest of those people. And we know how difficult it's been for him to get here. And all, all of the other backstory of that. He's got his family here now. He's got a life here now. He has no intention or need to go back to Asia for any of that. It's only complicated things for him that's already been an incredibly complicated situation. I know there are other athletes that this will be the case for because we saw it play out this year already. Or Cohen was unable to travel from Israel to South Korea. Dennis Samsonov and Mortis, Mortis uh, Hagafi were unable. I apologize if I mispronounced his name there. Anyway, I they were unable to, tra- <laughs> to travel to South to, to Treated think
2: tank athlete. Hamza,
1: right? Hamza Tarafi. That's it. Yes. Thank you. Anyway. I, so I don't, I don't mean, I'm,
0: I'm not compelled by what you're saying, Brian. I, because how are you not? How, what? Why make no him travel there?
1: Now, there's one caveat to this, is that there's a lot of information that's not That's not included here. And there's more information that's to come. If suddenly the semifinal prize purse for winning it is $20,000, then maybe I'll change my mind because now it's worth it to make the trip over there. But if you have to spend five grand to get there, to compete for a spot that we know you're going to qualify anyway, what is the point of making him go?
0: Let me ask you this. So you're saying that it's okay for an American. You would think it would be okay for one of the studs from North America to go over and, uh, when the the what the chinese region or whatever that region 100 percent, yeah for sure if they're living there if they're no no there, not a, oh living oh, there, I they see are living there. I it's see happened
1: in saying. the past okay. they did that during okay. the okay. athletes okay. that used to live that used to train in dubai would compete in what's a, in the a compromise Meridian you want region. to make what's Actually, a compromise you was living in boston she competed in the northeast okay. sarah sigma sutter moved to cookville okay. she competed in the central regional it's fine let them compete where they live. It's ridiculous to send them across the world for that.
0: How, how long would they have to live there? I agree with you. How long would they have to At live there? the start there? of the season. When you, in, mm-hmm. Okay, so,
1: so your second question about North America. It says somewhere in here that once you register for the Open, they will tell you whether you're competing in the East to the West, and your track from the Open through the quarterfinals, through the semifinals to the Games will be known. That should just be the case for everyone, based on where you register, where you live.
0: So why did they do it?
1: Because they want global representation at the games.
0: They'll still get global representation at the games. No, they're still getting three. Get, no, no uh, one's it's just answering. Are you answers.
2: telling me there's a handful of individuals who are sitting at the CrossFit Games who thought about people like Roman Krennikov and they're like, "Fuck it, this is the better decision."
0: Or, or, or this, or yeah. they really are concerned with people moving somewhere to to. To China or wherever the fuck that region is. Where is that region? Korea? Who cares? Because I'll tell you what, if there's some guy
1: who's 25th best in the United States and he decides to move him and his family and whatever else to China to live there to try to compete to make the CrossFit Games and he beats everyone in Asia, great. That means he's better than them and that means the field will be better overall.
0: And maybe Patrick Vellner would be a fucking good Canadian and just do it so that more Canadians could get in. It could be kind of his way of like, hey, if all you guys chip in a thousand bucks, I'll leave this region.
3: (laughs) Pay (laughs) my moving expenses. This is a
1: good thing for Canada because I have had this contention the past two years as well that the Atlas Games is basically just the Canadian games. And I think nine out of the 10 male qualifiers or maybe 10 out of the 10 female qualifiers there, or maybe it's eight and nine or something like that. We're from Canada anyway. And a majority of the field is Canadian. And I had said, well, look at the men in Canada in particular. You have and Fikowski, and Vino, top 10. You have Adler, top 10. You have Alexander Caron. He went second place at Guadalajara. Samuel Cornuye. We don't necessarily know his. You already can't have that many guys. That's already six guys that have top 20 potential at the games. Now they could be distributed east and west. And they'll have more opportunity to get through if they're good enough to.
0: So we so the US had four semifinals last year and Canada had two, and this year be so that's six total, and now they just have two between. They had those.
1: four last year and Canada had one of those four. Three in the US, one in Canada, four total. Now uh, Atlas Games is the only one. There wasn't one on the West. There was nothing on the West at all. Okay, so now
0: so so now there's only now there's only two?
1: There are two. North America. Do they take East, twice as many, many people? West.
0: Do they take twice as many people from each one?
1: They take ten from each one. It's they haven't
0: the said. Total I don't think so.
2: of they,
1: Haven't they not said in here the number of athletes they're
2: taking from each?
0: Yeah. Wow, eight. taking ten. Okay, so I see what's going on. They're 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 bringing these events in house and they're trying to save money. They want to make sure they don't fucking overextend. What does it say? I, in here I'm okay they take with that, 10, Brian. right? Mm-hmm. Right, Brian.
1: I don't know if it's in this one or the morning shock ups article. You see uh, it that way,
0: Souza? Yeah, they're just they're they're taking the events back. They're calling. Are they calling they're them regionals?
3: overhead? They're reducing overhead.
0: Are they calling these regionals again? Who's going to run these? Is CrossFit running these? Let's keep reading. Okay. Uh because it sounds like it's just a way to just shore up some uh some money evaporating, th- yeah. which I not I, I can't hate for that. This eliminates the need for seeding process during semifinals. What's that mean?
1: Remember during the semifinals that the, in the North America and Europe, there was always a controversy about who got placed, where were you placed in the Atlas games? And could you get there if you were placed there? Oh, athlete opinions came into place, all this other unknown stuff.
0: Upon registering for the 2023 CrossFit open, each athlete will know the competition roadmap from open through the games upon registering. I think they mean after registering, not on top upon. Okay. (laughs) I'm not even a good writer. I just, I just know how to listen standardized programming. CrossFit will standardize and program all events for the entire season, including all of 2023 semifinal events.
2: Big thumbs up.
3: Yeah, that's good.
0: Meaning every single person who competes in the CrossFit games will have taken the same road of people who have the same genitalia as them. Damn. That's as accurate as I could say it. That's right, right?
3: Yeah. And and that's better for the athletes, too, because I think one of the – from just a a fan, like – viewpoint <clears throat> if you're having to pay attention to what all the events are and what all the semifinals you're like focusing on the events and not the athletes so if you already know it like how it was with regionals and you watched one weekend and you already know all the events that are coming up now you're focused more on the athletes than you are and trying to figure out what event is where and which one is which and everything else and it simplifies it which actually will in my opinion help with more people that aren't necessarily super into the sport to bring them back into it to pay more attention to the athletes
0: because it's less to complain about
3: well personally, yeah.
1: Andrew, to So your they question, think it's uh, I don't I haven't read through this entire email we're doing now, but on the morning chalk ups website it says the fields will be stronger, but the total number of game spots allocated to these regions will remain the same.
2: Yeah, I thought so. So it's five.
1: No, it's twenty for North America. The same spots allocated. So
2: all right, so you derived that into ten and ten. Okay. Yeah. Ten for east, ten for west. Got it.
1: Um well at least. There's another caveat okay. There's a, later yeah. on here. Yep, yep.
0: Okay. So, so we, so I like that. We don't need the uh, seating for the semifinals. Uh, everything else you like, you like the standardization, Andrew, you first.
2: Of the programming. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was one of the best things to tear apart during the season was how it didn't seem as if they were getting the right people there based upon the workouts. And some of the workouts just seemed biased one way or the other.
1: The There's a I lot of, right there, there are a lot of reasons why this is a good thing. Some of them are specific to who's doing the programming in a certain region. You know, there are, um, I wrote a bunch of articles about why, uh, how there were certain things being tested. Some places that weren't being tested at all other places. We drew comparisons to the past where we saw high level games contenders like Samantha Briggs or Katrin daughter miss out on a game season because something that what they weren't very good at was programmed one year. But in this most recent model that could have happened to Andrew where he was competing, but I may not have had the same high skilled level test in the semifinal I was competing at or whatever.
2: How about Castro always saying that the open, the regionals and the games were always a linear progression and there was always a plan to each of those things. And that was completely thrown out the window when mm-hmm. everyone could do whatever they wanted at the level of the semifinals.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent true. Also, you know, it's we had that in twenty twenty one where we saw a one run max snatch at the games, but we also saw a one run max snatch at a hand at half the semifinals. Oh, it's a pleasure.
0: Hey, uh, Brian just talked to himself, huh? Bye. <laughs> <laughs> <Another> <laughs> Lazars, really well. Lazar's yeah, listening, yeah. in. it's oh, great. Oh, oh, wow. um, anyway, oh, that's cool. that's so yeah, that's <laughs> another great point, Andrew. Yeah, but Lazars listening. Uh, um, CrossFit will standardize the program all events for the entire season, including all of 2023 semifinal events. Advancing from the semifinals to the CrossFit Games, there will be a baseline number of CrossFit Games qualifying spots for each semifinal. In lieu of the last chance qualifier, the final games qualifying spots will be allocated from the semifinals according to a ranking system based on the strength of the field. Can you pull up uh, Tyler Watkins' Instagram story? So basically, there will be no last-chance qualifier, and the final game's qualifying spots will be allocated from the semifinals according to the ranking system based based on the strength of the field. Is that Z-score? Not Z-score, no. But last May or April, (laughs) Tyler and I
1: co-published an article that talked specifically about trying to solve this kind of solution. And he identified this... uh, these bullet points here probably from Morning Chalkups article, I think, or maybe this is from the email. I can't tell in this format. And then on the next slide, he shows the table that we had come up with that basically, you know, talks about this. So this was a model that he created that that shows this basically that we were allocating spots based on strength of schedule, uh, strength of athletes in those semifinals uh, from previous years. So I'm not exactly sure how they're planning to go about assessing the strength of each semifinal. This is where I think this this caveat is what I think allows for athletes to compete where they live and still have a reasonable distribution of game spots. So, for example, if you were allowed to compete where you live, and Roman Krenikoff and Guy Maieros, and just for you know the sake of conversation, um, uh, you know two other game, high level games athletes were living in the United States and therefore competing in the United States, you could factor that into. Uh, the equation when deciding how to allocate the game spots. So if they're already implementing a a plan for distributing some of the game spots based on strengths of semifinal, then why not just do that across the board after athletes register? You know, you're not going to make the strength of semifinal based on athletes, a 100 through 500 in the world. It's going to be based on the athletes that we know about. So what's that mean? What does what mean? What does it mean? Then what they're saying? So what they're saying is that there's a fixed number. My understanding is there's a fixed number of spots per semifinal. I mean, per continent. 10, 20 in the United States, 10 in Europe. And I'm assuming based on what's been released, three, two, two, and 1 in the rest of the world. Is that right?
2: I saw, I saw that in the comments. JR threw that up earlier, I think.
1: 3 in, in, in Oceania, 2 in Asia. It sounded right, yes. 2 in South America, 1 in Africa. And this gets us to 38 That means that there's two remaining spots left and they're planning to distribute those spots somewhere based on strength of semifinal field.
0: Oh, does it say field? I think it, Oh, it does. Oh shit. So we don't know. We don't know what the fuck's going on with the Bay. This is what we know. We know there won't be a last chance qualifier since everyone's doing the same workout. They're going to try to figure out a fair way to get people, uh, to the to, to the CrossFit games who didn't qualify from their regions. But we're close. Some number eleven guys are going to go from somewhere. Well, we, maybe had it. We,
1: had, we had suggested at some points during the last year that uh you could have two weeks of semifinals and you and if there were standardized programming, you could look at how all of the athletes in week one did. And besides the guys who've already qualified, you could assign one or two or however many spots to the next best in like a cross Semifinal comparison type thing, and then do the
0: same thing for week two. Here, why don't we just do it by skin color? Because <laughs> this is the show from earlier today. You're talking about. Oh right, right. This I got my shows. I got my shows. Shows confused. are messed up. I got, uh, I got my shows yeah. confused. Okay. Um, well, I'm excited to see how they're gonna. I'm excited to see how they're gonna do that.
1: Me too, and because it, it, however they decide to do that will foster a further conversation for if it's possible to implement that same method in addition to letting athletes compete where they live.
0: The, the part where the part, the argument that people have had where this is not fair, this standardized testing, by the way, is doesn't matter whenever anyone brings it up, except right here. If you have a last, if you have a, if you're going to let people go in beyond what was already expected. And here's why the people who go last, are going to have the people the regions that go last with standardized testing theoretically have a better chance at doing the workouts more they practice know what the time. score's all ready to break they can <clears throat> practice more and so yeah. whatever method they come up with that's going to be one of the arguments i'm sure we're going to throw at it right away to kind of crowbar it or attack it what was that and, and, and not, I not that think i think there's any validity know. there who gives a fuck what's fair but 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 it is it is worth talking about we're gonna say some brian well, what's
1: the unknown is whether they're going to assess this ranking system based on the strength of field of how they perform in semifinals or in how they've performed previously. So if they're if they have standardized programming for everyone worldwide in quarterfinals, then they could use the quarterfinal performance and apply that to the semifinal fields and identify the two strongest fields relative to the number of competitors in those fields and then give each one of those one spot or potentially give one of those two spots if they were, you know, that that strong.
0: You need to just get rid of the quarterfinals, go straight from the, make the open five weeks again and go straight to the semifinals. Nailed it. Agreed.
3: Yeah, but they're going to make less money that way. Exactly. Also
2: nailed it. I don't know. I don't know. don't know.
3: Isn't it like another 50 bucks to register if you make quarterfinals? It's five weeks either way.
2: Brian, isn't that something you and I talked about at one point? Just making the quarterfinals like a layer of competition to the CrossFit Games
0: hey hey, what if they did this what if they charge you 20 bucks for the first three workouts and if you want the next two (laughs) (laughs) it's like a video game if you want to to unlock and you got to drop another i mean it's basically what it is yeah yeah
3: that's exactly what it is and then with that ten percent, it's why they would be better off do doing that,
1: that if they want to make more money. Because then you still might have some idiots who are way outside the, the whatever the threshold is that they just wanna still want to pay the fifty bucks to get their name yeah. on the
2: latest. Yeah, I wouldn't
0: board say they're idiots. That out. was a little strong, Brian. Idiot. Care, careful
2: <laughs> with the idiot, Brian. Dan, that's my word.
0: <laughs> too much. Uh, watching of all too all many other videos.
2: That's I All the stuff we say.
0: <laughs> okay, so this is good. I, I since we've start since we've gotten into the meat of this, I'm 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 enjoying this. Um. Okay. Uh. Do, do you want to say, is there anything that's really upsetting you at all, right, so far, Brian or Hiller or Souza? that, like, are you tripping that yeah. there'll only be East and West and we North America? Are you tripping that we'll be sending 10? Like, is there anything that's freaking you out so far? Some I don't have to that part yet. Okay, besides that, that's fine. It's good. <laughs> that means the ratings will be good. Uh, Susan, uh Hiller, anything freaking you out so far? Are you okay with uh, North America only having two shows?
2: So far, we're okay, yeah. Okay. I still prefer, I mean, if anything, it's just that it's not like it was during the regionals. I just didn't see anything wrong with it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. It's kind of what I always say. And they uh, fixed it, which broke it. And now they're not going back to the right way. They're trying, but they're like inching their way back. Well, there are
1: other things to consider here. And I'm sure I have to believe that one of the things that went into these decision-making process was the financial sustainability of these events. I am okay with the the reduction of events to a smaller number. I think there you know it's more easy to sell or market if you Mm -hmm. have i mean just think about if we just were to pull up like the lists of the top 20 athletes or maybe top 15 from the mac and the syndicate and throw them all into one competition people could justify taking four days and spending you know fifteen hundred dollars two thousand dollars to go to one of these competitions if that level of caliber of athlete is competing when you cut that in half and it's not really you know it's it's a lot it's half as desirable
3: did I rewrite that in the open? You have to perform it on affiliate now.
1: There's a, or there's you can't do provide, it.
2: Provide a video.
1: Yeah, correct.
3: Oh, they, so they they
1: eliminated ahead. that. You could do it in the presence of a judge only and have it count.
0: I I like what you're saying, Brian. We're gonna to get to see people compete against each other, big names that maybe wouldn't have met up before. And yeah, there'll uh,
1: be deeper, more competitive fields in the semifinals. Maybe. In in the so Europe. in a way, it's, it's like everywhere.
2: when they dropped it from top fifty people from whatever region to the super regionals and you were you combine like Froning with Heppner.
1: Well that's what we advertised the show as there's a, a super regional something thumbnail. Correct okay. regional returns. Okay. So if you say
2: it that way, I like it. Carry yeah, on. that's
1: cool. It's longer uh, semi final fields. Now there's a you know I in some aspects there's a, a little less drama, you know, the first and second, third place guys who went in the last day are not really in any jeopardy of missing out. When there's 10 spots instead of five, but whatever we, people still want to see them compete. Those are the biggest names and the best competitors in the sport. There will be, you know, a lot of drama in the probably six through 15 range, maybe even six through 20 range, depending on the scoring system that they decide to use. Uh, because it's going to be competitive. It's going to be tight. That'll be pretty
2: cool, actually. Yeah,
3: it'll be great for the fans.
0: Hey, look at this. Um, <laughs> this is so funny. This guy was sucked out of a <laughs> fucking the cockpit window of his airplane thirty years ago. Why at would you seven have... at seven thousand feet?
3: We just talked Dude. about the airplane stuff. I'm <laughs> terrified to bring this up.
0: Uh, flight 5390 is one of the most storied and remarkable near-missed in British Airways history. 27 minutes into the flight from Birmingham to Spain, somewhere over the English Midlands, two of the cockpit windows smashed, depressurized the cabin, and pulled Tim Lancaster out. Uh, this fucking dude survived this?
3: That happened to a chick on a Southwest
0: flight, too. That's an artist rendition.
3: She, she didn't survive, right? No, she didn't. The yeah, engine blew got- and it hit the window, and it sucked her partly out the window.
0: Oh my goodness. That's yeah. someone just sent me that text. That's what I get for reading. text. That's what you get for me reading text, Brian, during the I'm show. like more okay. terrified now. Here we go. Um, CrossFit was, uh, advancing from the semifinal. There will be a baseline. Okay. We did team eligibility. Here we go on to my favorite subject teams. <laughs> All team athletes will be requ- required, to individually perform the CrossFit open workouts with their affiliate. Check. Okay. Thank you, Brian. Fine. We're cool. <laughs> After the Uh, Open…
1: It's it's interesting wording. They were required to perform them from their affiliate Mm -hmm. as different than being able to just submit a video and do it. So there might be a different expectation for teams having to be at their affiliate. But if you're an individual, you could do it in your garage with a video camera.
0: Okay, okay. After the Open, teams will then select six athletes, four competing members, and two alternates who will compete in the quarterfinals, semifinals, and CrossFit games together. Once the six-person team is selected, the roster is locked in for the entirety of the season. What are you laughing at, Brian? The way I'm reading or something? He
1: omitted one word. It's never mind. It's just a typo in their email. I omitted the word? Typo. Once the
2: the
0: six-person team is selected. Oh, once the six-six.
2: Yeah, there's another typo in there somewhere, too. (laughs) The devil.
0: (laughs) There is an episode of Shouldn't Be Alive on that. Yeah, crazy, right? Yeah, wow. Okay. I'll check it out.
2: Big thing think there is that you're not going to see CrossFit East Nashville at the top of the leaderboard next year. Who? Correct. So I, wanted, I made a video on this, and it was how CrossFit East Nashville was the fittest team coming out of the open. And then they would finish somewhere in the 200s in the quarterfinals. And that was because they still had Tia, Saxon, Street Horner, Brookwell scores in there. And when you put those <laughs> scores onto a team, they were at the top of the leaderboard. and when you put it in this wording it says that they've got to commit to either being on the team or going individual
0: do you know what street count is do you know what his testosterone levels are
2: it was in the 500s i think he posted it he got it done he did
0: did he do it because i was making fun of him i'm like i'm I'm only like
2: 80 percent sure on that i remember seeing out a story of his maybe a year ago okay
0: Um, so that's all we got on team eligibility, improving the adaptive competition. You, you guys get can't say improving unless it's more money and more athletes. New eligibility requirements will be introduced to compete in the adaptive competition, and this information will be shared soon. So please take our word. It's improvement. It's improving the adaptive competition. So all they're telling you here is that something's coming, but we're not going to tell you. Did I read that right? And trust them. It's going to be good. And it's gonna be good. <laughs> God. <laughs> you you guys guys are good. God, I love PR team. firms. Do you know if we sent something out like this when Greg was CEO, he'd have fucking killed somebody? Uh athletes that must good news. <laughs> but he probably <laughs> would have liked it if it was for the games because it would fuck the games up, makes them look bad. Okay. Athletes must complete CrossFit open work. Okay, here we go. The CrossFit open Thursday, February 16th through March 6th, 2023. Athletes must compete CrossFit Open workouts at an affiliate with scores validated by the affiliate manager, or by submitting video evidence. Oh, so you need that? That's going back to the old way, right? Where you submit your score and then then the affiliate owner has to go through and uh, Mm -hmm. okay, that's cool. We like that, right? That's good. But we
1: got to be you know we really have to be careful and check on the rule book later because under the teams it did not give the or option. Said that they they will be required to individually perform the workouts from their affiliate. So if you're planning on competing on a team, stay tuned to find out if you have that video option or not.
3: What would be the what would be the argument against just making everybody do it at a, at a registered affiliate? Like it has to be an affiliate. And you have to go there. To
1: what do would it? be the argument uh, against making everyone have a video
3: or both? But. What if their their goal is to push people into affiliates and find more people that are going to be training CrossFit? Shouldn't they eliminate your ability to do it at home and make you go to your nearest affiliate to do it?
0: Well, I, I can think of the reason why they don't want every, what Brian said. Why everyone doesn't have to have video because they don't want to discourage people from from registering. Like someone like me, like who cares if I if I don't tape the wall when I do my hands? Is it the same up?
1: answer for Matt's question then? Uh, uh, let
0: me see Matt's question. If I Matt, have to
1: go to an affiliate to do oh. it, oh. Right. Instead of doing it in my garage where I work out the other three hundred and fifty right. days of the year,
3: mm-hmm. right? And then you got to get judged by a person, and then you know whatever you can still but, do. it but you
1: don't have to get judged by a person. You can do it on a video camera and submit it.
3: Yeah. Okay. But either way, if you if you have to do it at a register affiliate, why wouldn't they do that?
0: Because there's because you don't want to. Like like if I were to enter the open, I would probably just do it. In would just, years past, yeah. they allowed you to submit a video as well.
3: No, I know that, but I'm just saying if they're if their whole if they're going to present this as a drive to help to to like queue it up to help the affiliates by saying by making this and streamlining it's going to have more people want to train crossfit wouldn't you just drive more people into the affiliate doors Maybe they're at their garage gym and they work out 365 there, but they never been exposed to the community. So I forced somebody like Sevon to come in and actually do it with the community and people cheering on. He's like, holy fuck, I've been missing out on this the whole time. I'm going to buy a punch card. I'm going to sign up for Or he
1: might just say, fuck it. If they're making me go somewhere else and I'm used to doing it, I'm not going to do it.
3: Yeah, so it'd be interesting on how much they would actually lose out because if they're, if the ultimate goal is to help them drive more traffic into the affiliates with the CrossFit Games being the That's biggest thing. That's not their ultimate
2: goal. Activity, they would say that in here if it was their ultimate goal.
3: What, what do you think their ultimate goal is? I
2: don't money, know. But, if they, it, but everything in here, they've worded to the 10th degree. And if they had any sort of thought process that they were doing this to get people into the affiliates, they would have said so.
0: Yeah. Our goal was always to, our goal, I remember at HQ, the, the, the main goal was to get as many people to sign up as possible. And I never thought it was, no one ever said explicitly it was to uh, make money. Is to um, cast a big net to find the fittest on earth. But yeah, just to like get as much participation as we can. If for no other reason, bragging rights. Like holy shit, we got five hundred thousand. They'll unless they um create a media team, they'll never ever get close to that.
3: What do you think the may the more driver of having people sign up for the open would be to have the affiliates make big grand events of it and have somebody like me, an affiliate owner, yes, talk about it yes, all the time, Yes. allow you the have to get the affiliates cooperation. Yes, you need fucking
0: gym. nutball affiliate owners who are like nagging. You got to put
3: on fucking events and you got to put incentives to it and you got to say, sign up. We used to do it with our nutrition challenge every single year and it got your team points. Now I, I don't would, give a fuck.
0: I would do this if I was an affiliate owner. I demand everyone to sign up and to take the $20 off of your fucking monthly. Uh, so you would eat the cost? Yep, I'd eat the cost. Because I, first of all, I don't think most people would do that. We can do it 50%. I do, I do the whole thing. You have 200 members. Uh, it, it cost you uh, that month. It cost you 4,000 bucks.
3: didn't you but just you, this I morning? Know.
0: Talk? Bye-bye. I know. i know. Just I'm this just morning, you just talking about how expensive it was. Crazy. Crazy. I just think that if CrossFit, I'm saying if I, if I wanted to support the mothership, I would do that. Cause it would be cool. so fucking cool. The energy you would have in your affiliate. If you had all 200 fucking people do the open. Yep. Do you know how fun it would be on Wednesday night at your gym? It would be fucking crazy.
3: We used to get members that way because people would bring their friends in because they were into it and they would show up and they'd be like, this is what it's like when you
0: work out. And they they'd would be drinking up. at the affiliate that night. Like a lot yep. of it. Big party on the last one. There, there usually is. And that would happen. And, and then, you, and then you go back to five weeks and I mean, that's what I'd do. I'm just Yeah.
3: Oh, it's just interesting. That's all. just wanted to
0: point that out. Yeah. Okay. We get back. Um, back here. Sorry, Brian. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. Kudos for CrossFit for not making anyone do shit still. Yeah okay what uh mean, ath- what do you mean make them do shit like like, them go to an affiliate like to hey if you want to be an affiliate I, I don't i don't know like you j- j- have some sort of rule i like the fact that it's still up to the affiliates like there's affiliates out there like fuck you Sevon. i don't care if we do the open oh, okay Got cool. it. okay yeah. okay adaptive athletes will be uh go- we're still under the crossfit open uh bullet point three adaptive athletes will be able to mark crossfit open workouts as scaled mm-hmm. and make modifications based on their ability
3: So basically they're not even in the, the the, they're not even in the
0: competition. What'd you say? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, dear adaptive athletes. When you go that far to change the rules, you're no longer in the competition. You have to know that if I lower the test scores to get into medical school for all Armenians, when you finally become a doctor, you are not really a doctor and no one wants to talk to you and everyone knows it and everyone's going to avoid you like the plague because they want the Chinese guys who had to get the highest test scores. You're not really an athlete. Adaptive athletes will be able to mark CrossFit Open workouts as scaled. That's fine. And make modifications based on abilities. That part makes me nervous. Why? Mm-hmm. Because what are those – Are those, those modifications need to be – universal across the board we all have to be if you you want it to be a competition i'm not saying it can't i'm not saying it's still not a great workout you get physical stimulus from it you're getting but it goes back to that video like um the uh that event you can do pistols or step-ups like no, you you guys are not competing anymore you could run a mile or 800 meters yeah, you're not – you're not – the people who sub the – when it's run and you jackasses, I mean you, you poor folks who have bad knees who sub the rower and the bicycle, you are not competing with the class anymore. Just stop. Don't even write your shit on the board. I'm glad you're there. Oh, my goodness. I'm glad you're there. I really am glad you're there. But you're not competing with the class anymore. It's not a competition. I don't
2: disagree. Thank you.
0: It's just Did the you truth. watch Dave's
2: thing on uh, Is This Workout CrossFit?
0: Yeah, the not time. It's usually thing. a
2: competition with yourself is what I took away from a lot of that.
0: Brian, do you have any things, anything to say about the adaptive? I know it's been a point
1: of contention of uh, uh, how they've handled that in some instances in the past. I don't know specifically why they're including this here, um, except maybe for the hopes of saying that we've heard the complaints in the past and we're going to try to correct them this year.
0: I'll tell you they're why. They're saying that there. it allows hip and Hiller, seal to already told you. <laughs> Hillary already told you what's in there because Chris gets paid per word. <laughs> that's why i put six six <laughs> they gotta yes. justify that hundred thousand dollar paycheck every time they write
3: something that's
0: elimination great. bullet point four under the crossword open elimination of using a registered judge as the sole way of validating scores i think that's redundant we've already been told it right because you can submit a video is that what they're saying
1: there used to be three options now there are only two options for individuals and possibly only one option for teams team members In the past, oh, you I'm not could do one of I'm not three understanding things. this right. In the then. past, you could do one of three things. Okay, you could submit Wait, a score at an affiliate. Mm-hmm. You could submit a video of your performance, or you could do the performance anywhere in the presence of a certified CrossFit judge, even if it wasn't an affiliate and even if it wasn't uh, recorded on video. The third option <clears> that I just said is no longer an option this
0: year. So, that was the you're I at my, up. so what would you say, Hiller?
2: That was the that was one of the options I uh, dug into this year with my videos in the open along with the videos of people uploading videos with nothing on them. It's like hey, I'm going to put a video of my workout. It's just like an error screen. It's like, "Alright, how the fuck did they?" I remember one this of
1: my thing? favorite videos in the history of the <laughs> CrossFit games. You know, there's always this one or two people that would put up a score that was ridiculous on a workout. Yeah. And one one year a guy put up a video he had the top score in the world and you could link to it and you could watch it on YouTube oh, and he was in a kilt. Do you remember this one, Andrew? <laughs> I do. <laughs> he's wearing the kilt yeah. and he's like just doing ridiculous lightweight. It, not it, didn't, it didn't last very long up there. No, it didn't. But it was it's those, a good
2: those, in I the I good had. old
1: days. <laughs>
0: so, I remember. so athletes can compete. No, 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 no. So anyone who's scaling shouldn't compete. No, everyone should compete. I'm just saying or participate. Everyone should participate. I'm just saying that if you're doing different movements than everyone else, then you're not competing against the, um, the pack. You're only competing against people you do movements with. Okay, so uh, w- uh, we like this, and this goes against the narrative that all they care about is making money. By the way, so anyone who says they only care about making money, this this makes it harder for them that we throw throw that narrative out the window. Mm. Yeah. Because before you just could, you could have a judge. Like if I was a judge and my wife was a judge, I could just judge her and she could judge me and we're done.
3: Well, now you now your phone up. What's...
0: I guess i am send in a video. in. Eh? <laughs> We're 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 merely
2: lines away from the point where I wanted to talk.
0: The CrossFit quarterfinals. <laughs> next paragraph. The top ten percent of individuals of each age group and top twenty-five percent of teams will advance to the quarterfinals based on the CrossFit Open results. That's
2: where they want to make their money.
0: That's the same as last year, right?
2: That's the same as last year, and that's something that I think is a. I, I'm not a big fan of the top ten percent or the twenty-five percent.
0: Five and ten.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Five and 10 would be better. Brian,
0: Brian. And and the reason why Hiller says it will be better, I think is because then it puts more weight in the open. <sighs> Correct. Exactly. Good job. <laughs> and lets us be fit- easier to be a fan because there's fewer people to track. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like
1: I said earlier, I think that they are, are weighing financial implications throughout the entire planning process of the season. And I'm, you know, you you can we can look back we've looked at it before and seen when the top ten percent qualify what percentage of those sign up and I was curious about where is that sign up percentage coming from because it was about five it was like half the people that qualified in North America males for example signed up but if you looked at them let's just say there were ten thousand to make it easy numbers and you looked at the top two thousand the next two thousand the next two thousand the next two thousand the last two thousand it was fairly evenly distributed across those so if you're cutting out the bottom two three percent or whatever of there, then you're losing a fifth of your revenue stream in the quarterfinals.
2: I would pay every dollar I own just to see their financial reports. Like how much money did they pick up when they increased it to the twenty five percent and now they're not willing to lose that amount of money. Like why this is where they're trying to make their money. And in lieu of as US keep saying, I'm just saying I don't think it's making the competition I, better.
0: Um, I think it makes it less prestigious too. But I don't. I don't really have a strong opinion about it. I don't. The quarterfinals yeah. are like nothing to me. They're just a <laughs> time to. Hang, it's just an excuse to hang out with Brian once a week. I can. Well, it's one
1: week, but I can say that it's fun. I mean, it is fun for me, at least in the affiliate experience. It's fun for the five to ten of us that have a chance to make it or make it to the quarterfinals. get together and do those workouts
3: yeah i agree there's a there's a couple of people in my gym where that's like a big incentive for them and if they narrowed it you would kind of take that away and they might not join the open at all in which case if you kept it the way it was they have a chance to advance and you get 70 bucks out of them instead of 20
0: okay here we go uh individual quarterfinals no sorry uh Both the team's quarterfinals and the age group quarterfinals will happen during the same week. Each competition will have two 24-hour scoring submission windows instead of three. Teams will compete Wednesday through Friday, and age group will compete Friday through Sunday. I think that this uh, decision— Stand by. Stand by. Hold on. (laughs) Craig Howard, $50. Guilt payment for not contributing in the past. This works out to be $2 for each complete episode I've listened to good uh, let's late. audit let's audit his um uh <laughs> youtube <laughs> channel i guarantee you he's watched more than that craig you're the man thank you love you brother. you're the best thanks craig go ahead brian sorry <laughs> this means nothing to me either i, I andrew will have I, an opinion on this i think okay or
2: I <laughs> 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 what having everything done in the same week
1: no uh, having the entire team competition on Wednesday through Friday. I know that there are, uh, you know, teams are often talking uh-huh. about how difficult it is to have that schedule anyway, <laughs> and that the weekends yep. are obviously easier to align all four or six people's schedules or whatever is needed for that. And to find space at your affiliate to do it in the midst of the normal class schedules that are going on during that time. I think that they're counter to that would well, we're giving you the information way ahead of time so you can plan for it okay, I still yeah, think still this plan is going a logistical nightmare for a lot
2: of teams. Oh my God. Well, 25% of the teams competing can do it. So what if you have three teams competing? Then you got to find all that time for recording the videos and sending them in. It's it's a nightmare. Some of my favorite videos were, okay, we we're looking at this athlete, but that athlete's behind three people who are doing a class right now. Like,
0: <laughs> I th- I would, Aren't, I would, aren't uh, team competitors just really low-rent influencers anyway, and they don't have jobs, and they just sit around and <laughs> – And and they're too lazy to work on their weaknesses. And that's why they compete team. They got a 600 pound snatch and it's 15 minutes. Rich Froning has entered the (laughs)
2: net. Rich Froning has entered the jet. (laughs) Low rent influencer Froning. I
1: don't know. I think this is a logistical challenge for teams to do it on three weekdays alone. Uh, you know, and they have to be at their affiliate where they're like i said there are full schedules of classes oftentimes going on and they have very specific parameters usually for these workouts of how the floor has to be laid out i am for my first opinion here is that that's a bit of an oversight to force the teams to do all of the quarterfinal workouts in their affiliate on weekdays
2: every barrier for entry makes it less and less likely that people are going to do it or even do it well that's like the biggest yeah. thing with this in my opinion
0: uh, Pascal Bossiger. Bossiger, I've given head to one of the guys here four <laughs> times. Wow, guess which one? Wow, uh, <laughs> stop Pascal. texting from your phone, Pascal. <laughs> sorry, under
3: the desk right now. <laughs> sorry, you belong on your knees, son. Sorry, sorry, Pascal. Shh.
2: Uh, Susan's got the brain.
0: <laughs> uh, individuals' quarterfinals will consist. Oh, but, but it's a, but here's the, here's the thing. We're at the quarterfinals now. Yes. So these teams, these teams, j- just in defense, these teams, like th- these are, these are more, these are our more serious athletes, right? <sighs> we're, at the, we're at the quarterfinals, like take some time off. Ah, maybe not. You know, I don't. You're saying because they have, they need to be at work, right? At Google and like making money. They and, have work, and they event. have families.
1: And, but the other important aspect of this is that there's classes going on all days at these affiliates. Mm-hmm. You might have to do, A workout that requires you to film all the plates to show that you've measured out this space. You have to have time to warm up. You have to clear out the gym. You have to set, you know, you have to get the cameras in place. You have to have a judge who can do it. You have to have athletes that have schedules that are available and daycare for the kids and all these other things. And you're forcing all of it onto weekdays. So there's no option. Some of the teams would do all these workouts in 24 hours on a weekend on a Saturday because it was the only thing that they had available. They could all get together and do it and have space in their affiliate. It's going to be a lot harder to do that on a Thursday or a Friday or a
3: Wednesday. Completely agree with that. Brian,
2: agree or disagree, there was nothing wrong with 18.1 CrossFit Open, which was, I <laughs> believe, that rowing, totabar dumbbell, hang, clean and jerk with no standards on where everything had to go. It might have been seven. I think it's eighteen point one. Is
1: this relevant right now? What's the yeah,
2: th- yes, it's relevant. I tell, me me the, tell me the tell me the
1: workout the dumbbell hang clean and jerks I, with the tota bar. bar. Oh yeah. yeah, I remember that. And the, and the
2: thing that people were doing is they were like putting the rower under the tota bar and they were mm-hmm. trying to get everything as compact as possible with a twenty minute AMRAP.
3: I think Brent Fakowski did that too in that one, wasn't he? Like the one in particular that would like jump off the bar onto the seat of the rower almost.
2: Yep, yep. Um, and the point I'm trying to make here is that they're with what you're talking about, which is everything needs to be taped off and set up and recorded on a Wednesday through Friday with your four teammates who need to get there at a time where you can all meet up with each other, also not interrupting the classes. One of the biggest like bo- uh, borders for entry that I brought up is setting up everything, <laughs> which is a pain in the ass. And it's even harder when you got to do it in this time time frame. And I didn't see an issue with having it be kind of a mental hurdle for the teams. It's like, hey, if you can't figure it out, then it's on you.
0: Uh, I don't know if I'm allowed to give this person credit, but thank you for the text. The richest transvestite is Jenny Pritzker.
2: I I looked into that, but I uh, left it.
0: And she's the reason this is happening. And by this, I think, I mean the chaos of uh, definitions of words. Um, Is this relevant right now? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah I, Ryan, I, I, tried. Made I tried 10 bucks I tried, player i tried i tried to leave it around <laughs> hey see, it's <laughs> plenty relevant It gave me time to let some seep some gas out with anyone noticing it was plenty relevant oh we I heard that gotcha, looks gotcha. good uh okay i thought it was relevant okay, individuals individuals quarterfinals will consist of three days of competition similar to the 2021 and 2022 season okay yes final bullet point under CrossFit quarterfinals athletes can compete in any quarterfinals competition and as many competitions they have qualified for i.e. age group individual teams individual or age group oh I like that that's fucking cool
1: previously in the email you guys helped me out here all, ath- all team athletes will be required to individually perform teams will select six athletes who will compete in the quarterfinals, semifinals and games together once that team is selected, the roster is locked. So you can lock in the roster for the teams, but those people can also still compete in the other divisions. Is that? Am I reading that correctly?
0: Yeah, yeah. So you cannot. Yeah. Okay. Fine. So which means that. Which you means you could put if one of your teammates goes all the way to individual, they might pull out.
1: They could pull out, but you can't replace them as an alternate at that point. And also, this mm-hmm. is why they ha- this so this is why they have the teams competing on three days and the masters on the next days, the next three days in the same, within the same week so that you could potentially do both.
0: Let's talk about why Brian and Tommy left the morning chalk up. Uh, if you want to, it's because they were getting head from that guy, Patrick Boygel. Now, you know, goodness.
2: That's what I thought too. Breaking news. <laughs> um, I, I heard that.
0: Breaking. Thank you, Hiller. Hey, Hiller, did you destroy someone yesterday for cheating again? on your channel no uh, yeah 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 i did <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait I, I was like wait a minute oh yeah i did <laughs> I had to think about it. someone texted me they're I like also, oh fuck hillard fuck someone up again
2: i, I put up a, a reel which is pretty good i found it it's, it was his wwe preview he was trying out for the wwf or something like that like i like how one his of his friends back. in the comments said he
0: cheats like fuck but he's really a good dude i love him that, like, <laughs> you, what you know what I, I got like i have friends like that but
2: what? I got like four or five messages that said the same thing. It's like, dude, oh, this guy's cool. so nice, but he cheats his ass off. He takes a little oh, sand out I, of the wall ball. <laughs> I know him personally. He's on, he's on everything you know under the sun, injecting. But he's super nice. I'm like, all right, what I dude, guess you can be both. Dude. <laughs> dude, dude. You, can, you can be nice and a
3: dickhead. Holds the door open every time.
0: We move on to semifinals. The list is really long here. Uh, when we get to semifinals, how many athletes are we talking about? Uh, men and women
1: let's read we'll
0: find out okay uh so we have to open the quarterfinals and now we get to the semifinals we're one step away from the crossfit games of 2023 bullet point one crossfit will standardize and program all events for individuals and teams like that
1: yeah we already talked about that we're in favor
0: Bullet point two, CrossFit will operate all semifinals in the United States, parentheses two, and Europe one. So they're regionals. They are regionals. They're super regionals. Read the next bullet. Okay. Bullet point three, CrossFit will partner with semifinals organizers in Africa, Asia, Australia, and South America.
1: Yeah. So these last two bullet points, I think, are re- relevant to consider together. So you have CrossFit who is taking over completely and operating entirely the, su- the semifinals in the United States and Europe. So this is more or less what regionals were in terms of CrossFit's involvement. And then you have four other continents where there will be semifinals going on and they're partnering with them. And that's more similar to the language that was used in the last two seasons when they had – basically leased out these events to different event organizers around the world. Uh, You know, what my, my, where my brain goes is what is CrossFit's level of involvement in those events to make sure that they don't get too far left behind what's happening in the United States and Europe, where it seems like they're going to be investing a majority of their assets and resources.
2: They're going to send a liaison out there to not make, to not cut the ropes. That's what they're going to do.
1: Yeah, so I, th- I would say that I have a question here. What does that mean that you're going to partner with them? How are you going to be supportive of them? Obviously, the financial viability of those events is a topic that was discussed at length this past season. We know that there were some that seemed, well, we we know that there are some who seemed to do pretty well and some that seem to struggle. And there's some of them we know that struggled. Um, and so I, I want to know what their plan is to make sure that those events that they're partnering with, partnering with, not leaving out to dry, uh, to make sure that they don't have a financial struggle again this year. Fair enough. Will there be sponsors that CrossFit brings in that are not just for the ones that they're operating, but ones that those others can draw upon the resources from, for example? like Those are I questions heard, that I'd be curious about.
0: What I heard uh, from from very some very progressive individuals, very intelligent. <laughs> Was uh, it Pascal? Academic, very progressive individuals, <laughs> highly educated, that they don't want to do uh, events with any continents that have start with the letter A. That's why they got rid of Africa, Asia, and Australia. I mean, that's and just, that's why
1: they refer to them as the United States instead of uh, North America. Yes.
0: I, oh, I did read that.
2: That seemed like a typo.
1: They're a
0: Aist. a yes, yes. If, I've heard that. <laughs> that's from, why they don't like from me. really I deep, it deep was my thinkers.
2: Deep.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, bullet point number four in our CrossFit semifinals: individual athletes and teams <laughs> from the same Dallas affiliate. what talking about. Individual athletes and teams from the same affiliate will compete at the same semifinal location. And upon registering for the CrossFit open would know what close location that will be. Should they qualify that far? Well, shit that, I mean, that's some fucking healthy logic right there, right?
1: This is great. Of course. Yes. But there, you know, I, I don't know why it's necessary to say that if there's an East and a West, you would presume the geography has something to do with the location. And so that if I'm competing in the <laughs> but same- But it
2: didn't last year because there were people it, in Texas being sent to Canada. Right. right.
1: But you know, in context of last year, yes, this is necessary. In context of this year, this is an unnecessary bullet point.
0: I don't know if Brad, I agree with you. I, I agree with you, Brian, in logic, but- imagine, Remember that you, this guy gets we paid on a for word team. count.
2: Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, I knew it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's very-, it's very it, I mean, yeah, of course they're going to be at the same location. But that's nice. That's good. That's good. Makes me think that someone cares there. Someone gives a fuck.
2: Well, I guess that the big thing to take away is that they're not (sighs) going to be waiting until a week or two before the semifinals to know where they're going. They'll know after they sign up for the... Oh,
0: don't count your... chick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Location-wise. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying.
2: That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
0: CrossFit is... a, And they won't know upon. You won't know upon. You'll know after. CrossFit is eliminating... The semifinal seeding process that was used in 2021 and 2022. This as bullet well, and the next bullet, we've already talked about these. As well things. as the last chance qualifier. Uh, next bullet point, top individual athletes and teams will advance to one of seven worldwide semifinal competitions. These are just for word count. Continue. Yes. Oh, uh, for next one. The top 60 individual women and top 60 individual men and top 40 teams will advance and compete at the North American East, North American West, and European semifinals. <sighs> that was a mouthful. Okay. And so before, did those regions only have... Did those no, semifinals only is, have thirty so in the past?
1: In the United States, as if you were a male or female, there was there were one hundred and twenty available spots for semifinals. They were okay, distributed so across four. There are still okay. one twenty in Europe. There were sixty for each. There's still sixty. Okay. Last season, I made a case for and used data and all of whatever to to illustrate how that's there's a discrepancy here and that the talent in Europe is catching up to United States and it's not being reflected or represented in the way that the season unfolds for those athletes. So basically what I'm saying is that athletes 61 through 90 in Europe are are better than athletes 91 through 120 in North America. But the ones 91 through 120 in North America still have the opportunity to advance in the season where the ones 61 through 90 in Europe do not. Anyway, there's no change of the number of people in those continents advancing from...
0: But but, uh, but they brought... <laughs> I want the, Brian's top 20 most fuckable athletes, men and women. I'll do the men. Brian, stay in your lane. Um, uh, do you consult with Pascal for that list? <laughs> Dude,
1: Dallas Terrell's on
0: fire. <laughs> uh, I, no, Big and Flexy's is funny too. Hey, Big and Flexy, uh, please... He wants to be milked. I'll uh, send Pascal to your house afterwards. He can milk the fuck out of you He'll milk you up hey uh, Brian so what you're saying is is that um it's nice that they've kept the same amount but all the problems that were with the past not getting the best athletes there that would have just required some minor minor tweaks they brought with this new this new way yeah and, and I mean sense. there
1: was a guy for example there was a guy two years ago who finished somewhere in the 60s in uh, in, in uh, Europe and he was able to get a backfill because of athletes declining their invite and he went to the semifinals and he placed eighth. It's pretty good. We did see a case like this in the, I think that that would have gotten to last chance qualifier back then. We did see a case like this in the United States. I think it was a super anomaly of a case with Bailey rail, who was outside of 120 and got an invite and went and qualified for the games and then made the top 20 at the games. But I, you know, there's, there can always be some exceptions in general. What I'm saying is that if there are, if you were to look at the top 30, those next 30 out and the and the men's side, and in particular, if you wanted to talk about the one, the 121 through 150 in North America compared to 61 through 90 in Europe there's no comparison the 61 through 90 is significantly better
0: but Europe is getting
1: they get 60 spots and what I'm what I'm basically saying is that in Europe oh the the 90 like I think that they you know there could be a conversation to have more or in North America there could be a conversation to have less if you want to have based on the the performance in recent years it's not a huge thing. It's just it's just something that I've no. okay dove into in the past.
0: Uh next bullet point top thirty individual women and men and the top twenty teams will be invited to compete at each of the semifinals in Africa. Same, same as last year. Okay. Asia, Australia, and South America. Uh the top thirty athletes in each age group will advance to the semifinals. All age group semifinals will be held online similar to twenty twenty two. I think
1: that's the same, and that is implying to me that they're probably also going to keep the number at 10. I would struggle to see them have a competition of 30 and only reduce it to 20 that advance to the games. So it doesn't say that here, but I'm assuming that that means there's only 10 athletes per master's division going to the games, which I think is a is not I don't think I don't like that. I have talked about before how not every division needs more. For example, the 60 and plus crowd have a far, far fewer number of registrants, participants than the 35 to 50 crowd, for example. And I would have liked to see a reversion here at least for probably, at the very least for the 17 and 18-year-old division and for the 35 through 49-year-old divisions. I would have liked to see them go back to 20. I don't think that's going to be the case based on what I'm seeing here. And I think that's a loss in terms of competition for sure. Possibly also revenue and maybe even interest of some of those athletes that are on the bubble.
0: Uh, one of the moderators just blocked a porn site from posting, but only blocked him for five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) That was actually,
3: that was actually me. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> I the wrong you know what come back later come back in <laughs> nah, five minutes the poach was strong they got five minutes to think about um, it and try Bra- again brian someone from the adaptive class who i had on this podcast and i can't remember his name reached out to me or is he no he's a master's athlete is there some huge master's competition coming up
1: there are two, two master's, master's fitness, fitness collective later this month and then the master's legends championship in december
0: whoever that was who contacted me you text me can't remember your name. Who's the guy who's the stud on the show? Um, I texted you. No, no. So, sorry. Jason Grubb. Yeah, Jason. Grubb. Oh, Jason Grubb. Did he? I'm on fire Jason, with if the you, I got it? a new phone, Jason, and my shit got all sideways. If it's you and you're watching, uh, please retext me with that. What do you think uh, you dropped your phone and shit? See That as too. <laughs> I dropped my phone and shit too. And it was in like my back pocket shit? and I saw the shit and I pulled my pants up like really slow. It was around my ankles. But it was, was the your phone... shit? No, no. Be cool. Oh, I, didn't, I, I was going to continue, continue. Confused. Go to my Instagram for all the juicy details. Oh, okay. Each, each semifinals competition will receive a designated and guaranteed number of CrossFit games, qualifying spots. That word guaranteed makes me nervous as shit.
1: So this is what we were talking about earlier. So that's what they've included here in the morning chalk ups article. They wrote that the fields will be stronger, but the total number of game spots allocated to these regions will be the same. So there's potentially a little bit of an inconsistency there. But what I think is the the main takeaway is that every semifinal will have a minimum and then the leftover spots will be distributed based on the unknown ranking system that will be assigned at some point during the season. That's replaced
0: in the online qualifier. That's
1: replacing the last chance qualifier.
0: Last chance, thank you. A semifinals competition may be awarded additional CrossFit Games qualifying. Oh, let me start that over again. This is good. A semifinals (sighs) competition may be awarded additional CrossFit Games qualifying spots based on the strength of the field present at the specific event. No shit. So they can just so call what an this audible. Is account- yeah. So what this That's is accounting
1: cool, for, because at the start, of, we'll just take North America, for example, because I think it's most likely to happen here. However, you could it could happen in Europe, too. But in North America, in particular, is the easiest example for people to understand. The east and the west will be determined in the open where you're competing. But they'll And they'll each get 60 spots. But it's possible that the east field is statistically significantly stronger than the west field. And if they're also statistically significantly stronger than Europe's field, then the East, North and North American East semifinal would be rewarded with one or two additional qualifying spots. So instead of 10, which are guaranteed, they could get 11 or 12. What I'm curious about, and I'm hopeful about this because I've talked about it before, I think John Young mentioned in the comments too, is if that distribution of this X response will vary between the men's and the women's field. So we could have North America East get the extra two men's spots, but Europe get the extra two women's spots, for example.
0: Hey, it's basically telling the people who don't get it, you, your region sucked. Hey, there's going to be no, controversy. It's not. It's reporting that. I, for the
1: competitive excellence of the field. This is what I've always I, wanted I, I, there to be.
0: Uh, r- right. But it's going to be like, hey, your field sucked and you still didn't make it. This is going uh, to be, we're going to be, we're going to have some debates about this. This is going to get uh, juicy.
2: I have to have heard Brian say that at least a dozen times over the past couple of years that there are regions that are not as strong as others and they deserve or don't deserve more or less spots. So he's not lying. And he also said significantly statistically. And I'm like, say that five times fast. So I thought as he was talking significantly, significantly statistically,
3: statistically.
0: <laughs> why is Brian rock hard? Why are you rock hard right now? Brian
2: Pascal? Because he oh, finally oh. got it. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Your turn. Pass. <laughs> um, Okay. Pascal.
0: Okay i i think i think that part of you i see brian when you read this you like it but i think in the end this is going to bite you in the ass i think that somehow the math isn't going to be right and you're gonna be like fuck they chose the wrong guy and gal uh we'll see how it plays out i think i have brook wells in misses it they're putting brook wells in right it's going to be like the central beasts again east pride baby i'm already on a team i don't even know what that means <laughs>
2: It'll be the individual oh, with the most Instagram followers. Through. It'll be somehow, some way, also the, the strongest field will have the most Instagram followers with the individual who misses out.
0: <laughs> That's true.
2: I'm calling it. That is true.
0: Okay, here we go. Um, uh, semifinals competition may be awarded additional CrossFit Games qualifying spots. Okay. Uh, second to last bullet point. Previous last chance qualifier spots will be allocated. Okay. It's redundant. Oh, okay. Yeah. That, what the fuck?
1: Work Word out. Count, next one. And the last one answers the question we were talking <laughs> about earlier.
0: Okay. Final bullet point on the CrossFit semifinals. The top 40 individual women, men, and teams, as well as the top 10 athletes in each age group, will advance to the CrossFit Games. So
1: we'll start with reverse there. So yes, the speculation that I had about the top 10 in each age division will be going to the Games. So there's no no difference Regardless of if you have 15,000 people sign up for your division or 150, you still only get 10 spots. The, the teams, they're adding two spots back. There were only 38 available in the last two years. Now there will be 40. They have not specified where those other two spots will be coming from. And for the men and the women, it says the top 40. We know that that's not the top 40 fittest in the world. That is just a 40 that have been distributed Ouch. across semifinals in the way that's been explained already in this email.
0: And... Justin Medeiros will be winning the men's competition of uh, final bullet point and Tia Toomey will be winning the women's.
3: You know it. Agreed. Roman will be stuck in, in wherever he and has Brian, to be. In B. Brian's
0: <laughs> head, Roman Krennikov is the champ. Do you all agree?
1: Are we yeah, done is- or are we going on? We have- We're going on. A few
0: more men. Oh, okay.
2: Maybe Patrick Vellner. <laughs> no, that's John Young. John Young likes Patrick
0: uh, the no Everyone loves Patrick Vellner. The Nobel CrossFit Games... The Noble CrossFit Games, Tuesday, August 1st, Sunday, August 6th, 2023, Madison, Wisconsin. Introducing, They'll be introducing a new six-day format. Uh...
1: I think they've had a six-day format in the past. I remember going to the games in 2016, and the Masters division started on Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, six days. So it's new relative to recent years, but it's not the first time it's ever been done. However, oh, yeah, August 1st, August 6th, Yes.
0: So that doesn't mean that the oh, individuals. That's again, does, I think if you read in the, oh no, never mind. That doesn't mean that the individuals uh, will be competing all of those days. Correct. Okay. Uh total number of so I don't even know what that means. The total I mean, number
1: across the game spots remains the same across all divisions. Is not true as I just mentioned. There'll be two more teams this year than there were the last two years. Otherwise, it stays the same.
2: Oh, get fucked. Oh, damn. Nice job, Brian. You got him. Make a video on (laughs)
0: it. Hey, I'm not joking. I'm not joking, Brian. That dude who – do you know how much this guy gets paid for fucking writing this? (laughs) A lot. Do you know? Do you know how much his company gets paid?
3: More than uh, any of us make, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew, you should do a video where you, like, uh, acquire a quote from dude,
0: for your your company and see – it's crazy. Not a bad idea. It's crazy that they paid you're, someone you're, to do this. You're not willing uh, to Please uh, sign up for the Sevon podcast newsletter. Uh if you want something uh uh extremely uh well written.
2: How much does an email like this go for, Sevon?
0: I'm sure that I'm sure that they've have some like three million dollar fucking five year minimum deal with this fucking company something like that three year five million dollar deal something like that and then this guy probably makes who writes this hey, well, anywhere my, from one to four fifty a year and we 100 make a
3: prediction that this will be one of many emails that'll come out too
0: and he probably and I don't even know if he wrote it this guy Chris Madigan I don't know what they're doing over there I wonder if that's the company that Weinstein. Let's look at his website afterwards and see if Weinstein got hired over there. I'm just so curious. This idea of Clive's
1: is a good idea. This is basically what Can West Games tried to do. Can I read it before you
0: answer? Sorry. Sure. Clive uh, McLaughlin, 449 of something. Um, Euros. Euros. Thoughts on a second-tier CrossFit comp to include those who miss out on the games and reduce games field. Second-tier comp could be outside the States. It's called Wadapalooza. No, he's talking about like a competition after
1: semifinals and before the games for the athletes that were close that didn't make it. So can West games was supposed to be, this like the this year, ball. which it was kind of like that. The, obviously there's been the unfortunate situation with paying out the prize purse. That's Did you say the puppy bowl, the toilet bowl. Oh. Secondarily, there was a French throwdown during that same time period where a lot of the uh, high level athletes who barely missed the games or some of them, many of whom were, some of whom were also in the last chance qualifier competed. Um, so there are some competitions like that that do exist with at least advertised prize purses that are somewhat attractive to athletes of that caliber. Uh, I think French sword Art most likely will continue in that regard. The big question is going to be what's going to happen to these competitions that were semifinals last year. You know, what is strength and depth going to become if, and who, because, CrossFit's running that competition now. Will they hire people from Strength and Depth and, and Lowland's Throwdown to help run those competitions in Europe on behalf of CrossFit, or will those competitions go back to existing on their own? And if that's the case, <laughs> if that's the case, then uh, then maybe they can fill in some of that uh, opportunity or need. Clive,
0: uh, Brian, I wouldn't normally bother you, but this uh, with these questions, but this does bother me. This isn't true, right? <laughs> Brian probably root for driving on Rocky Boy. You did not, right? it's complicated oh god <laughs> call you a me 225 when
2: the show come on uh,
0: and closing closing uh, Chris, Matt, Matt, Chris Madigan from B- B- BZAPR on behalf of CrossFit CrossFit needs someone speaking for them in the 20 years since its founding, CrossFit has grown from a garage gym in Santa Cruz, California, into the world's most effective program for improving health and performance through nutrition and exercise. CrossFit is the world's leading provider of accredited performance-based training courses and certifications, and has more than 125,000 credentialed coaches across the world. The program can be modified to welcome people of all ages and abilities, and millions of people have already experienced CrossFit's transformational benefits and more than 13,000 affiliated gyms across 158 countries. CrossFit also directs to the CrossFit Games season, beginning with the annual CrossFit Open through tr- – I read something wrong there. Uh, CrossFit Open, through which athletes at every level compete worldwide and culminating in the CrossFit Games where top, top athletes compete for the title of fittest on earth. There's something in here that's a trip. Got, the program yeah, can be why, modified why we to welcome people by. of all ages. You're not modifying like, the it's program, high. people. Oh, it's got I don't it's even high. I don't recognize him. Oh, he's a communications expert. Well, then you should know that you should never put two ands in one sentence, jackass. (laughs) I sat next to this guy at the games in the media, like, room. The program can be modified to welcome people of all ages and abilities and millions. First, the the program's not being modified. You don't modify the program.
2: Who are you, James Fitzgerald?
0: (laughs) Ouch, that hurt.
2: <laughs> no, I'm talking to the writer of this article, not you.
0: Oh, thank you. Who okay. are you, James? Anyway, yeah, Chris, you know welcome to the program. club. Uh, good good first try, buddy. It actually, I, I give you. Um, there's That's always going to be a to grow. swing and a miss. Yeah, but nah, he pop fly, pop fly in the infield. Foul tip off his own toe.
2: <laughs> yeah. yes, well, hopefully, yeah. hopefully, he watches this and he learns that he's going to make it more, more to I ain't the
0: point. I mean, that's what we're here for. If, what if you wrote something perfect? What would, how would I make fucking $36 off this video? Yeah. Thanks. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brian, thank you, uh, for being available on such nor- notice. Notice, uh, Andrew Hiller. Thank you for being uh, available on such short notice. Susa, at least you could do for being gone for two weeks and leaving me and uh, Taylor and JR go fuck yourself for not showing up. Love you guys. Uh, there's a chance we'll be on late tonight. Uh, with some follow-up on the same subject. I'm just not sure how Bob must swerve on. Okay. Bye-bye.